Chapter 10 He Must Be Fed Up February 12, 2013 These days I feel like my mind is empty and I feel very drowsy. But every time I close my eyes, it's a flood of thoughts and pictures and scenes. Maybe of things that had taken place, I can't figure out. It is definitely like an overload. No wonder why I'm so drowsy. I don't take my quiet times these days. Reason why I get irritated so fast. I sang in a way that my voice could be thoroughly heard, you know. It was amazing though. I have always wanted to sing for Christ. Well before, it wasn't just for Christ. I just wanted to sing anything. But since it is a God-given talent, it should be used to praise God and nothing else. That makes a lot of sense. Days are getting really hectic actually. Don't realize how they fly by. I am going to take a short quiet time now before the current goes. March 6th, 2013 Now throughout the Bible you see all these praises and worshippings toward God. It's there in Psalm and Revelations is full of it. It tells of what is going to happen, right? All these praises are so immense and it seems like all you will do up there. When you get there is fall on your knees and praise God. Now what would make God and Jesus all that deserving? What makes him so praiseworthy? Of course, he created us and above all, he died for us cleansing us of our sins and now we are all brand new. You know what the beauty of it is? Even though I ask myself this question and then I ask of finally meeting my God, my Savior, I have tears in my eyes. When I think of how it's gonna be when I finally look upon that beautiful gorgeous face of my Savior, someone who never left me, even when I was lonely and desperate, someone who made sure I would learn his lessons in the best way and who always had my back whenever I was miserable, someone who comforted me always whenever I was in pain, comforted me by his words in ways no person ever can, someone who listens to me whether it be day or whether it be night. He always loved me, hearing the things I said, seeing the things I do, listening to every one of my sinful thoughts and still loving me, opening his arms towards me every time I repent, every time I felt guilty and apologized. It was like he said, whenever I strayed away from him, he would leave all his 99 sheep and come looking for me, and which he would find me, he would place me on his shoulder and carry me back rejoicing all the way. And when he finally gave up his life for me on that cross, knowing me as I am, but still proud of calling me his daughter, washing away all of my sins so that I don't feel embarrassed of them, taking my place on that cross so that I did not have to suffer all that pain and all that anguish. It is such a Lord who is going to come finally and take us with him to his abode rewarding us because we waited for him. Such a God! Now, 
why in the world wouldn't i want to praise him every day for the rest of my eternal everlasting life why not he is absolutely worthy he is absolutely deserving and he is wise beyond comparison great is our lord the ancient of days may all praises and honors be his may all of earth and all of heavens bow before him for he is worthy worthy beyond measure thank you appa march 9 2013 true fasting portion isai chapter 58 i don't think anywhere else in the bible it has been explained more clearly than this the true meaning of fasting directly from the mouth of god okay so the starting phase 1 god is proclaiming to shout as loud as we can and to tell israel about their sins why maybe because they do not understand what they are doing the sin they are committing against god according to god himself is that they worship him every day claiming that they are eager to know his way and obey his laws they say that they want god to give them just laws and they say they take pleasures in worshiping him now doing the above is super awesome and god will love it but they were praying with wrong motives they would say one thing and perform an entirely different something march 31st 2013 portion ezekiel chapter 37 verses 1 to 14 It perfectly describes how I was feeling until now. God is gracious and I know I belong to him. The valley was covered with dry bones. They are bones because everything else has been sucked out. They are nothing, worthless, of no use. They are dry bones, lifeless. All because they lacked the spirit of God. But God is merciful. He is asked Ezekiel to preach to those lifeless bones verse 4 prophecy to the bones tell these dry bones to listen to the word of the lord tell them that i the sovereign lord i am saying to them i am going to put breath into you and bring you back to life i am the bones and god is telling me that even though i am all dry and lifeless he will give me life he hasn't and will not forget me when his words of prophecy are spoken he himself will open our hearts and our souls to accept his word and he will breathe life into us and will make us one with him then we will know he is the lord may 20th and 21st 2013 portion 1 Corinthians 1 and 2 about god when we are in union with christ jesus we receive grace from god we become rich in all things including all speech and all knowledge when the message of christ is firmly established in us we do not fail to receive every blessing that god graciously showers upon us 
God is to be trusted. Chapter 1, verse 9 God has shown that this world's wisdom is foolishness. Chapter 1, verse 20 God on purpose chooses what the world considers nonsense in order to shame the wise and what the world considers weak in order to shame the powerful. He chose what the world looks down on and thinks is nothing to destroy what the world thinks is important. God brought us into union with Christ Jesus and God made Christ to be our wisdom. Chapter 1 verse 30 God's Wisdom It is only understood by those who are spiritually mature. It is not related in any way to the wisdom that belongs to this world. This wisdom, which is Christ, chapter 1, verse 30, is God's sweet wisdom, which He chose for our glory even before the world was made. If the rulers knew of this wisdom, they wouldn't have crucified Jesus. No one has ever seen or heard of a God like you, who does such deeds for those who put their hope in Him. Isaiah chapter 64 verse 4 According to this portion in Isaiah, what God does for those people who put their hope in Him is He welcomes them. He needs us known to His secret by means of His Spirit, the Spirit. It searches everything, even the hidden depths of God's purposes. Our spirit within us knows everything about us in the same way God's spirit within him knows everything about him. John chapter 7 verse 7 The spirit we received when we accepted Christ is the spirit given to us by God. So we know everything that God has given us. John chapter 14 verse 18 Whoever wants to boast must boast of what the Lord has done. Chapter 1 verse 31 Paul was not sent to baptize but to preach the good news exactly where Christ is sending us. He is not sending us to baptize but to go into the world and proclaim his good news. Why we have to preach the good news? So that Christ's death on the cross is not robbed of its power. Some people may take it as nonsense. Those who have to perish, while to the one who are to be saved, it is the power of God. And this message is nothing but Christ. But this foolishness that other people call they regarded as the foolishness of God. But that... What seems as God's foolishness is wiser than human wisdom and what seems as God's weakness is stronger than human strength. So he chose us who are nothing and made us into something so that we cannot boast of ourselves but we boast of God. Our wisdom is Christ so our actions will also reflect Christ's. When that happens we are regarded as put right with God. We then become his holy people and set free. Our faith does not rest on human wisdom but on the power of God. That is why we have to keep on praying. Whoever has the spirit, 
however is able to judge the values of everything no one is able to judge him chapter 2 verse 15 november 18 2013 time 12:36 pm i placed my first ever serious fleece before christ jesus the lord of heaven and earth today about 5 to 10 minutes past he has until midnight 12 am and if i am to receive life everlasting he will have to do it he is the lord who knows my future and i believe that with my life so this task shouldn't be too difficult for him i know i am not putting him to any test because i already believe he exists i already believe he will come again i have faith in him i love him and i know he loves me i reap no benefit from the fleece i set before him reason why to know because i don't doubt him but myself i have decided to fast till midnight and if it be his will i might succeed all glory be to him now and forever more if i am or am not to be saved november 25 2013 he did not answer the fleece that i set before him and i am guilty of sin greater than i had realized i apologize father it is not my job to force you to do your will but an ant in your path forgive me father i am not a flower that is quickly fading left today and gone tomorrow a wave tossed in the ocean a vapor in the wind yet i cannot even comprehend why you even care for someone as feeble as that i cry for forgiveness i pray you change me and please give me your spirit lord i do not know when my time for spiritual maturity is to come but i know it is set by you and i will attain it soon forgive me maybe i do not deserve a place in your holy kingdom but i will pray earnestly for it i have not yet been adopted into your family but i will strive to it father until i am fully convinced but if it be your will that i am to fall into the category of those who are to live and then die so be it father i am debted to you and i am sorry if i have missed my calling after 6 months may 9 2014 i know i intended this to be a journal a record of my feelings everything my heart tells me to write and when i do write it drains out of me or at least i hope it does why is that every time it's me who ends up hurt and alone I just don't get it. I thought my faith in Christ would be swelling and only good could come out of me. But yesterday night and today morning, my mother is telling me stuff like you have Satan in you. And just reading the Bible is not enough. You need to apply it in your life as well. And shit like that and then I start thinking about all that has happened in my life and I hate myself. I just hate myself. that is what everything always comes down to hating your own self how bad and sad right wonder if even god can stand me and every time i creep back to him 
he must be fed up if i hate myself i don't know why he should love me but i guess he want me to knocking on his door anyways i guess that's all i have to do and all i want to do i have nothing to lose except a few time but time is nothing to me life on this planet does not definitely suck but mine is done i mean the guy left his heavenly possessions came down to stupid sick earth lived among the people he created with his own hands tried to tell them that and they just pushed him aside as a joke i mean here's our god walking among us and no let's just crucify him it's better to have him dead than have so many people follow him sad indeed wonder how he felt and here i am because i am not getting what i want seriously july 25th 2014 having just read my previous entry i have no idea what i am doing all i know is words have been spoken tears have been shed and having suffered pain is an understatement i have suffered hell what it comes down to is so simple are you living a life pleasing to a jesus or b yourself if your answer is a then please hold strong you will go back home soon if b then please next time try and choose a otherwise prepare yourself for his wrath and eternal damnation so about the deal with boys i have decided that doesn't matter anymore you will get what you deserve at the time that god wills and in the manner that he wills you know what's hard to accept though the knowledge that jesus is more than enough for my inheritance for my well-being he is all i need everyone around me are trying competing and achieving things where does that leave me hopeless distraught ridiculed why would i be a root of other people's pain this misery this loneliness if i had a part to play in anyone's life why can't it be pure holy truthful is it because of me because of my motives something driving me to fulfill my own needs sick and tired of reality want more need more how wonderful will it be to live in a world where everything endeavored out of love a love so pure and holy you will never be fed up of it and neither will it ever run out a world where the people each and every one of them served one king where only peace prevailed and righteousness such a world is so sweet to the ears and beautiful but truth be told such a world is soon coming into existence but to live there you need a citizenship sealed by the blood of christ which is attained only by hard labor in a sick and perverted world where we live in right now september 27th 10 pm subject salvation revelation of truth
I'm basically writing this down because Sowen asked me to. Otherwise, I would not have. However, I need to keep a record of this. Everything I'm feeling right now at this very moment. I'm a sinner, a way good one at that. But what matters is not the magnitude of my sin, but if I sinned or not. I realized from the sermons that the truth behind Christ's pain on the cross, you see, no matter what you sin or what you do, say or think, if it is unlawful according to the word of God, you will be put to hell. That is the certain truth. You will not enter heaven because you won't be saved. Everything you do is being recorded. Everything you say or think does not go unnoticed. See, I noticed that from the time I wake up till I go down to have my breakfast, I will have sinned enough to have condemned myself to hell. That is the simple truth. So how do I become saved? The only way I can become saved is if God chooses to save me. If he heals me and makes me a new creation, and he is ever willing to do so, but I need to work for this. I have to put in my effort. This change does not happen all of a sudden. It is slow and gradual. It will take time. God will bring out every tiny area in your life where you need to work, where you have to clean. That's how he changes you. He will slowly pour his spirit into you and your cup will overflow. That's transformation through Christ, the attainment of salvation. That is when sin no longer plays in your life. Honestly, look for Jesus. God will show you. It will be so great, but He will forgive you because He is faithful and He will show you a way out. He will. Believe in Him and yearn for Him, the only way. Amen.